Hello, Long Hook Nation. This is Ray DeLucci with the Long Hook Thoughts Podcast. And, you know, I just wanted to start out by saying I hope you all are doing well during this time. Um, you know, it's it's a time where obviously we don't know how it's going to play out. Um, you know, I, well, I will say that I am nervous. Uh, you know, reading articles lately saying that maybe EMP might be closing and seeing other restaurants close left and right. And just the whole idea of what this pandemic has caused and what the impact will be moving forward in the industry is enough to make anyone nervous but um one thing i saw through uh online forums or through comments on instagram or facebook or twitter or just a general feeling i've been getting from some people in the industry is this idea of what strong means in the industry and so i wanted to take a little time to talk about that today on the podcast because um you know as we move forward um I think this could be a really good point to really reevaluate what it means to us as what it means to be a chef in this industry or cook in this industry. And so I think moving forward, we need to be able to define what strength means and what it looks like and, you know, what values we're going to award moving forward into the future. And I really do think that we do need to spend some time on this. And I know while, you know, we're trying to focus on reopening and getting back on our feet, there is a responsibility for us to be able to look, especially as a new generation of cooks and chefs or as a new industry moving forward, we have the ability to shape and kind of, you know, discuss what it is we're going to do to make this better for people, to make this lifestyle more accommodating. So we don't have burnout and we don't have a tremendous mental health crisis in our industry and we don't have overdosing and addictions and whatever else comes from being a chef and the unsustainability of it all. And so I really wanted to take some time in this podcast to chat about that. Um, But before I begin, I do want to say that the 100th episode of this podcast is coming up. I'm very excited for it. Um, You know, if you've been here since day one or if you've just started listening today, this has been a project I've been working on for over a year. And it's taking uh, a massive amount of hard work and dedication to uh, to just, you know, do this every every week, uh, every month. Um, to put out posts every day and I've loved it you know I don't see it as work at all I really do enjoy it Um, I mean it really is just my side hustle but uh, it really for me it's more than that it's something that I do daily it's something that allows me to get my mind off things and be more aware of the industry and just kind of share my own thoughts about something that I love so much and you know that being said without all of you listening and supporting and sharing or whatnot it wouldn't be possible So for the 100th episode, I really would like to have you on to chat about lessons you've learned, um, things you've noticed, or, you know, people you may have met through the page, or things that have inspired you throughout it. And I really would just like the 100th episode of Lion Cook Thoughts really involve you, the Lion Cook Nation. And so if you could just message me um, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter at Lion Cook Thoughts, you can email me at lioncookthoughts.outlook.com. I really would love to have you be a part of the episode. Um, If you did the Anthony Bourdain episode where we kind of submitted answers it'll be kind of be like that but i want to be able to walk you through it so feel free to message me i'll give you more info but you know i really would like it to be this big episode where we kind of just chat about what a journey has been to get to episode 100 um you know because like i said it's if if anyone's ever successful in media in any way it's really due to the people that follow along and listen and read and you know share the stories and like i said without y'all i i don't know how you know this wouldn't be a thing so Thank you so much, I guess, for all the support um, so far as we enter um, into, you know, episode 100. And I really just want you all to be a part of it. Uh, Something else that I think would be of value before we get going is um, if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. uh, 
I really am trying to figure out what is needed during this time. And the best way for me to figure that out is for you to leave a review of the podcast or the page, or if you just have any ideas at all, they're always welcome. Just message me at Thoughts on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And I'm always looking to evolve the page and make it better for you all because especially during this time, I want to be able to put out content and moving forward for the, you know, the cooks out there who may need some inspiration or people who just want to kind of go over things from the industry. So that being said, please message me if there's anything on your mind. Lastly, I would like to say that I am very inspired by all of you. Um, Just watching everything going on during this pandemic, watching all the projects at home, the side hustles beginning, the content being put out. It's been so inspirational to me. And I don't say that just to say it, but it really does mean something to me. And I really hope that um, in some way I've had an impact in making sure that more cooks need to be heard. I mean, you know, it's the tagline I think I want to be using now is talking to cooks will change the world. And I wholeheartedly believe that because you all have so much in you in terms of passion and ability to share and create and grow with each other. And so I really am excited for what's to come in the coming months and years. And just want to say I'm proud and inspired by the work you've been putting in and it has not gone unnoticed. So thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in again. I hope you are safe and well, and we're going to get into the episode. All right, so the, the conversation about uh, strength and um, what it means to be a strong chef in the industry. So uh, I wanted to have this talk because, you know, like I said, I've been seeing it on forums and uh, on, you know, just messages, or I've talked about it with a bunch of people. And uh, as we kind of move forward, I really wanted to uh, talk about this topic of what it means to be a strong cook. I put out an article on Medium um, to write about and kind of get my thoughts out there, and that kind of helped prime me for this conversation too. Um, but I want to get into this notion that, you know, because people are closing or like chefs or restaurateurs are shutting down that they're seen as weak or that, you know, I keep seeing only the strong will survive. And yes, that might be true in a sense that you need to be strong like in terms of business and be able to roll with the punches and roll with, um, you know, what it means to be a chef during this time. But strength also lies in the ability to know what's best for you. And I really do think that in the coming years and, you know, whatever this world takes us in terms of being cooks or being chefs, um, that, you know, having your own self be okay is going to be a much higher priority than it's been in the past. I think, you know, it's going to, you know, not only should it be, you know, a personal preference, I think legally you are going to need to be okay to work. And, you know, I think, that self-health is going to be as high of a priority as your knife cuts. I think you're going to be needing to take care of yourself more in the coming years, just as you will need to know how to make a sauce or know how to prep your station or know how to write a prep list or know how to sharpen your knife. I think self-care is going to be one of those tangibles that I would hope is even put on a resume, you know, able to work, you know, have that work-life balance. Um, And I see that coming because obviously, as we've seen in the past and the decades that we've allowed it to slip by is that people are struggling in this lifestyle and people are hurting in this lifestyle and it isn't healthy and we're not made to, you know, do what we see as, you know, like chefs should be doing. It's very hard to kind of get out of that lifestyle though, when you've been in it and your mentor has been in it and the whole industry has known it as such. And, you know, I've had this thought for a while, um, if you listen to the podcast for quite some time, uh, that we need to take care of ourselves more, we need to take care of each other more, and it's easier said than done. 
and especially in an industry that really, you know, in the past hasn't been very welcoming to the idea of self-care, it's really hard to kind of, you know, break free and understand what your path needs to be in the culinary industry. And I really, well, I'll be honest, I'll really say that I really do get angry when I read only the strong will survive in a sense that, you know, we see chefs as weak or not consistently strong if they are taking a break right now or if they are closing down their restaurant in terms of safety. I just want to say that I, don't, I, I wholly disagree with the thought that you are weak because you are breaking down your restaurant right now in order to, you know, in your mind, save lives or keep your staff safe. Uh, a chef's strength or a chef, sh- you know, how they are measured as being strong shouldn't be based on necessarily their ability to work 18 hours every single day and come out on top with an award. The strength of a chef should be based on their ability to, ability to look into themselves and see what they need, see exactly what it is they're feeling, how they're able to control their emotions, how they're able to control their actions, and how they're able to really control their life and what self-care they are taking care of themselves with. And through that, their strength should be measured on how they treat their staff and how they treat their guests and the sustainability of what they're doing and their mentality of cooking and what it means for them to be a chef and how they impact their community and their industry and what positive ways they're moving the industry forward. And so I really am tired of the old school mentality of, you know, you need to work, work, work until you're basically dead and you have nothing left. And if you're not willing to be on board with that, then you're not strong. And I I said, I highly disagree with it. And I think a lot of new cooks in the industry get torn up by this because, you know, as we start to move as a society towards more self-care and trying to be more aware of this, the culinary industry can be even more so daunting. Um, And I see the comments all the time from, you know, when I post stuff like this on Instagram, I'll see people who are new in the industry and really haven't been in it much and say, you know, well, this is what the industry is and I'm ready for it. Or I see people who have been in the industry for decades coming at me and saying, you know, oh, um, you know, this new generation of cooks is not what it used to be. You know, you all will never live up to our legacy. You know, just the stuff that I really don't pay attention to that much. But I do want to say that if there's anything I'm advocating for in this turn of what it means to be a chef, it's that we take a bigger look into what we award as chefs. You know, awards come out every year and, we award based on plating and we award based on the ability to run a restaurant, which is great. And I know there's awards out there that award on other things that are more positive, but I really want to make sure that we're awarding chefs for the right things. And I definitely think the idea of a chef being strong and being a awarded chef should be more so their impact on their community and their staff and how they're making a better work environment. You know, I want us to see innovation, not only in food, but in employment of workers. That should be something we're looking forward to in the future. I was just listening to David Chang's latest episode with Wiley Dufresne, and he was talking about how we have a how we have a chapter right now where we can rewrite what it means to be a chef and we can kind of right the wrongs of what we've done in the past, however long we've been cooking, you know? And I wholeheartedly believe that as well. I do see this as troubling as it is and how, you know, it's it's awful right now what we're in. There's no denying that. There's no denying that people are hurting, people are going through stuff right now. And, you know, there's no denying that this is a hard time for people and that it's ruining lives and it's ruining restaurants and 
people are passing away daily and you know it's tough and there's no getting around that but there's also not getting around the fact that there has been a need for change for quite some time in terms of what we hold up as great in the industry or as strong in the industry and so i really do want to kind of move forward saying that i really do hope that forward in the industry we we can recognize that chefs are strong because they are strong in holding to their own values and their own systems. Um, and, you know, it's just tough. It's tough saying this and then knowing how it plays out in the real world, because in the real world, a lot of times you'll see, uh, especially people go stage at Michelin star kitchens or fine dining restaurants and they'll beat themselves up for a little pay. And, you know, it, it's tough. And while it might be a rite of passage or it may have been a rite of passage in the industry, I just don't see that being viable anymore. You know, especially in a world now where we're going to have to get temperatures checked and you're going to have to be healthy to go to work. Um, it's just not viable. It's not realistic uh, to live like that. And I don't see how calling each other weak is going to be a positive way to lead the discussion forward. Um, and so, I mean, the, like I said, the chefs I see strongest are my mentors or the people that I look up to the most or the people who have been able to tell me to, you know, go home when you're sick or take the time when you need or take the time off if if you're really not in the right mindset. Those people, those groups, those places are have been the leaders to me. They're the ones who really truly get what hospitality means. And as lucky as I may have had it, I know a lot of people who haven't had it like that where their bosses or their chefs have told them to come in no matter what. And or they felt that they need to, because that's the culture that's been, you know, bred into the restaurant. And, you know, it's just, and it's not, it's, there's a difference between loyalty and then just going into, because you're afraid that if you take care of yourself, you'll lose your job. And that's, it's a big difference in that, you know, it's okay to be loyal and grind and work hours and hours on end because you love it. And it's what you do. It's not okay to go in because you're afraid you're going to lose your job or that you'll, lose ranking your status in the industry. And that's that mentality that I think a lot of people struggle with. And um, it's just, it's just tough to see. It's tough to see. And it's not what I would consider strong. Uh, And I know a lot of you might be listening and I know a lot of you agree. And I know some of you may disagree and that's totally okay. And we can all have our own opinions on what strong is in the industry and how we feel the industry needs to move forward. But for me personally, I just think it's, uh, I think this idea of strength needs to be more so rooted in the chef's ability to have positive impacts on the community and how they treat their staff and how they're going to move forward with their own well-being and their own um, commitment to a sustainable lifestyle as a chef. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I think another thing I wanted to get into in regards to this topic is um, how everyone's doing during this time in terms of what I'm seeing positively that is allowing people to, uh, you know, just inspire others and be great at what they do in terms of online content and 
um, cooking. And, you know, I see a lot of cooks not knowing what to do at this time. Um, and so this idea of being strong, this idea of having impact on making your community better, I, I really could think of nothing more great or more, um, I guess, fulfilling than building something for yourself. And so going into this episode, I did want to talk about this a little bit. Um, I will say that most everyone has the ability to create in some way, whether it be audio, visual, writing, or whatever. Uh, and this isn't a message that I've come up with. This has been said many times um, through many different people. But I, I want if, if I'm the voice that's going to share it, then I want to be the one to share it to the cooks out there who I know can do good work. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of cooks put up a lot of uh, different reasons why they shouldn't create content or how they're going to start but not yet or it's just going to be next week. And, you know, I really do believe, like I, like, I don't just say it to make you all impress with yourself for a second or make you all feel good. I really do believe talking to cooks will change the world. And I really do believe every single one of you has a story to tell and has something of value to offer to our industry to move us forward and that your stories and that your recollections of things will help us kind of see where the past was and see how we can navigate through the future. And so I've had a lot of people ask me what they can do during this time, how they can spend this time to be um, more productive, more uh, just be more of value to the industry. You know, I know a lot of you are out of work and, I know a lot of you are trying to figure out what your role is and you know, this might not be a role for you, but it could be something you do now and it could be something you carry with you into the future. So you have something to move upon. Um, I see, you know, this idea of being a strong cook or a strong chef, someone who's able to live outside of the kitchen, someone who's able to create for themselves something that's worth creating or worth going back to outside of the kitchen. Um, I don't see a strong chef is someone who is always tied to the kitchen, who without the kitchen is really nothing. That's not, for me, that isn't strong. For me, that's being dependent on your craft or your one talent to find happiness. But as we're seeing, like that can easily, anything in your life can easily go away. Anything in your life can easily be gone. Um, It's just life. And that's how things work. And it sucks and it's sad, but it's also the truth. And so when all your happiness is tied to just the kitchen, I mean, obviously you can see now a lot of people are struggling with this and it's not a bad thing. It's not something to like be scolded over, but it's just the truth. And, you know, if it talks with a lot of people now and the theme has been, how are you doing during this? And I'll be honest with you. I've had days where I've been, you know, uninspired and haven't wanted to podcast or haven't even wanted to upload a podcast. And, there's days where I'm just like not really in the mood to do anything. And I totally think that's fair. And I totally think it's okay. And I totally, you know, get upset with myself over it, but it's just the way the world works right now. And it's, we're all dealing with this pandemic differently. And so in no way is this really a demand for you to do anything, but it's more so a thought or a proposition for you to create. Um, I think the strongest people are going to be the ones who are able to tell their story and are, or at least able to stand by their values and, I could think of nothing better than putting yourself out there and putting your values out there and seeing yourself grow through that. Uh, whether it be a podcast, whether it just be like a account where you're writing something down or it could just be really could be anything. It doesn't have to be like what I do. It could be you're really interested in ramen. So you make a ramen review and you could like inter- you could review like different instant ramens during this time. It could be like a quarantine ramen Instagram podcast, what have you. Or it could be focused on you know books you've read that aren't related to cooking that 
come into your life and you're able to kind of talk through why those books relate to you in terms of being a chef or a cook. Or it could be something totally different. It doesn't even have to be about food. It could be why you're so passionate about a video game and you can make an Instagram or you can make a blog or you can write a Medium article. Like there's so many ways to get your story, messaging, content out there. And if anyone really is curious about starting anything in terms of how they get on their feet, how they do it, I mean, I'm not the greatest at what I do by any means, but I definitely am someone who does put out content and I would love to be that person who kind of mentors you through it. So feel free to reach out. But I just like, I just don't get like, we have all this time now, right? And I know there's a lot of real world issues that you all are dealing with. And some of you have it way worse than I do. And so I don't see myself on a pedestal or a platform to talk down on you in any way and don't take it this way. But if you're, if you're wondering what you can do and you really don't feel like you're putting much value out there, the, the best thing you can do is put out value by sharing your story or p- contributing to the conversation in some way. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, I've had this revelation like two years ago. Um, I've shared it a couple times where, you know, not to get really into it, but a close family friend passed away and I really like thought about life and how I was as a person and how I needed to change and what I needed to do to become healthier and better. And, you know, just, to change how I saw the world and how I valued life. And I still don't think I'm nearly anywhere near where I need to be or where I'd like to be, but I know I've made progress. And I think that's been some of the best, um, some of the best uh, motivation to keep moving forward, but to be someone who is going to be strong. And I know, I know, you know, if you're in cooking, most of you want to be a thought leader or a leader in cooking or a leader in food or you know, a lot of us get into cooking and we, whether we want to admit it or not, we all want to be looked up to in some way because we had someone we looked up to, you know, it's not even about like being famous. It's more so about being that mentor or being that person that, you know, other cooks or other people in the profession look to you for, for guidance. We all want that in some way. We, if, you know, if you're a chef, you want to be seen as someone who's able to guide and lead community through things. And I'd really like, the practice you can have by just building your own community really like it's invaluable. Um, you know, I'm not sure how it's going to play out me doing my cook thoughts. I don't know if this is ever going to get huge or if it's ever going to blow up or, you know, what, what (laughs) I really don't know. My goal, only goal with this page and with this podcast is to inspire you all to do your own thing and connect the world through your own creativity and try to, just tell the stories of different industry people in hopes that um, the conversation moves forward in a positive direction, you know? That's it. I don't have a goal of being famous. I don't have a goal of, um, you know, trying to be, you know, explosive on the internet. I would love that. I would love to, you know, have this be more recognized and more cooks listen and be a part of it. But it's no way, this isn't in, like any way for me, like it's just not for me to be famous. It's for me to spread a message and hopefully be a positive force and to help put change and positive impact into our industry that I love so much and that I, you know, really, really do enjoy being a part of. But, you know, not everyone's content needs to be with that in mind. You know, your content can just be you and it can be an honest version of you. And I see the strongest people right now being the ones who are taking advantage of this time, whether it be taking care of themselves or, working on new projects, creating new hobbies, learning new things online. Like, you know, let this be the reason that you do something this next week. If you've been struggling and 
you haven't been able to get out of bed or get off of YouTube and you haven't been able to like, you know, really focus on putting yourself out there, but you know, that nagging feeling, and we all have it, that feeling that we need to be doing something more or something better or that work, you know, I um, read a lot of books and that resistance thing always comes up and it's through reading these books that I've able to kind of put a name to that feeling of, uh, you know, it's for me, it's like when you have that one thing on your prep list that you really don't want to do, whether it's just something you do that's tedious or you're not really passionate about. Um, and when you actually start that work of doing it, you realize that you actually really do enjoy it. And it really was just something else. And it's that resistance to um, create that resistance to start a new thing, that resistance to better yourself that really gets in your way. And I think it co- in cooks, it's even more so challenging because you have this, um, you have this world, this environment that really does take you, um, it, it takes you through a lot of mental highs and lows and it tires you out and it exhausts you. And, you know, this time, this time right now is really valuable. It's precious. It's as hard as it's going to be. Um, there is time right now to kind of rethink or reinvent yourself as a chef or a cook or just as a person. And you might realize a lot of things about yourself, but I think the strongest people are the ones who are going to be able to capitalize on the time that they have. And whether that's, you know, bettering yourself, or if you do have an, an, a passion and you're just ignoring it, you shouldn't ignore it. Like, do something with that feeling. Do something with that passion. Be passionate about the time you have right now to create and spend. And, you know, this is coming from someone who has only used half of this time probably properly to create and put content out there. You know, like, it's hard. It's tough. It's tough getting over your own self. It's tough getting over your own boundaries and your own barriers. There's plenty of YouTube videos. There's plenty of podcasts. There's plenty of people talking about how hard it is to just get going on something, to just move, to just execute, to have the strength to just go and do something positive for yourself. It's tough. It's hard. And when you look back on it, especially once you've started something, you would think, why didn't I do this sooner? Like, for me, I wish I would have done, like, I wanted to do a podcast years before I started Line Cook Thoughts. I wish I would have done this in culinary school. I had some of the best chefs and cooks around me at the time. Line Cook Thoughts could have been so great when I was in college. I could have recorded with so many different people. I could have had all of that on record. I could have went to different chefs and different classrooms, and I could have recorded lectures. I could have recorded anything, really. I was literally in a, a cultural hub of cooking um, at my culinary college, and it would have given me years of content and I would have been able to, you know, break it down and put it into different ways. And, you know, it could have just been this machine if I would have started my sophomore year in college when I really wanted to do this podcast and do line cook thoughts, um, not knowing really what it looked like, but more so knowing that I wanted to be a part of media in some way, but I didn't. And it took me two years to actually get to the point where I was like, all right, enough is enough. And I'm going to do the work that I told myself I would do. And so, you know, and, and then I see that, you know, a lot of people are worried because they have the time now, but they're going to not have the time when they go back to work. But you make the time. If you're passionate about something, you make the time, you know, whether or not you realize that you end up making time for what matters most to you or what you want the most. And you will make the time if you truly do love this. So I would say that if you really do want to start something and you're worried about having time later, you do have the time. You will make the time because you love it so much that it doesn't matter what else is going on. You'll find a way. At least I did. I know a lot of other people have found a way. And so I really just hope you all focus on that. But um, yeah, I mean, this episode isn't meant to be longer. It was, I didn't, wasn't, you know, I didn't want it to go on too long because I know that a lot of you 
are busy, but I know a lot of you want to get back to whatever it is you're doing. But if you've listened this far and you've really like paid attention, I really do think the strongest chefs are going to be the ones who can take care of themselves, can focus on others, can have a positive impact on their community, and cre- create for themselves a life outside of the kitchen that is positive and that they're excited to go back to. And I think that starts now. I think the time we have now is the time we can use to start creating the lives we want to live, start creating the projects we've wanted to create for quite some time, and just start you know, being the motivational, positive factor you want to be in the industry. Um, it's, it's crazy to me that uh, a lot of you aren't creating right now, because I know you have the talent, I know you have the stories, and I know you can do it a lot better than I could. And so just take this time to do it. Take the time to create and be motivated and be positive and inspire me. Make the content that inspires me. Like, I just want to see so much out of cooks and what their impact on the industry can be. So just take the time to do it. You know, this is your time. Uh, this is your moment. This is the time for you to look forward and be positive and be the change you have been wanting to see out of the industry. I realized during all of this that I've had to make the things I want to see out of cooking, out of the food industry. I've had to make the podcast I want to listen to. I've had to make the articles I wanted to read. And most of the time, it's going to come down to that idea that you're going to have to make what you want to see out of the industry. And you know what it is you want to see, or you know what it is you want to see in terms of content you want to see in your life. And so if there's anything I want to say in this podcast and this idea of strength is we should be a warning chefs on how not only they do in the kitchen, but what they do outside of the kitchen to lead healthier lifestyles or sustainable lifestyles. And I think it begins with you and your dedication and what time you have now. So please take that time. Please message me if you need any help or you want to talk through it. But don't feel like you're being weak right now by starting a new venture or taking the time to work on yourself because that. That's the most important thing. You know, the Brunois carrots and um, the poached eggs are going to always be there. And they're always going to be something for you to do. But those things are fleeting and those things won't matter to you at certain points in your life. And what's really going to matter at the end of the, all of this, at the end of our journey of being chefs and cooks is how we spent our time and how we spent our lives. And if we were happy with what we did. And I guarantee you, if you always look back and you always look forward and you're afraid of what could be or what you should do or should not be doing and how people are going to receive it. You're going to look back and regret it. I regret the years I didn't do this. And there's a lot more things I regret, but even more so I'm really proud that I took the chance to do a podcast and do this, um, these episodes. And every day when I wake up and I'm able to go on my Instagram or my Twitter and, you know, just talk to you all and be engaged with you all. It's just, it's something that I'm so proud of and something I'm so happy that I built because it's able for me to, it's made uh, a resource for me to be able to talk to you and also to grow for myself. So please focus on yourselves. Please focus on creating and just do what you've been wanting to do. Just do it. Just go out there and create because, you know, the world really needs your talent. They really need your content right now and cooks really need to hear what you have to say. And I hope you take that to heart. Um, And I just hope you all stay safe and strong. I hope this has helped you get inspired in some way. Well, there you go. I hope this episode helped you out a ton. Um, you know, I a little fired up this morning. I did have my coffee, so I'm a little caffeinated right now. <laughs> but um, no, like I said, I really hope this all helped you. Uh, I really hope we reframe what we see as strong in terms of chefs in the industry. And I really am excited looking forward to what the industry is going to hold for us all. So really, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you all stay safe. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean a ton. And don't forget, if you want to be a part of the 100th Line Cook Thoughts episode, please message me on any platform or email me at linecookthoughts at outlook.com. I'd love to have you on. I don't care, you know, 
how experienced you are in the industry. I don't care. Like, just message me if you love this page or you want to be a part of this podcast. Just do it. Just be a part of it. Just message me. Let's get you on the podcast. Let's talk about some line cook thoughts. And yeah, let's just celebrate 100 episodes of connecting and growing each other. So thank you all so much. And I'm so excited for the future and what it holds. And I really hope this helped you in some way. And yeah, we'll see you on the next episode and stay safe.